Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Brain Fart. <laughs> I don't know why, it just felt like I jumped into that really quickly. <laughs> I pressed record and I was immediately speaking. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode 11. It's just me today. Just, just my, this old voice, this old gal. Um, no, no interviewers. Even though I hope you enjoyed Martin coming on the show. He, I've gotten the most likes on that photo on my Instagram. <laughs> so thanks for that, guys. Uh, what... What a week. What a what a day it has been. What a rare mood I'm in. It's almost like being in love. Okay. Uh, it's been kind of a crazy week, and it's only Tuesday. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. I usually record on a Monday, but we ran into a little snafu this Monday, yesterday. Um, I... I guess I'll just tell you about it, because we're all about just candid openness on this on this podcast. Um, so Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, Sunday late afternoon, one of the times, I was laying in bed like I do. Uh, Martin was working on work, and I just started to get like these really sharp pains in my back, and it was kind of dull, and then it would be like really sharp. It was kind of my side back. And I was like, well, this is not a pleasant experience. But as, as any person with many chronic illnesses, and I'm sure if you listen and you have a bunch, you kind of know this, where pain starts to happen and I kind of question where it's coming from. And I'm like, okay, is this one of the, the list, the hundreds of things I have going on in my body? What could this be? And so I kind of walked it through. It was nothing, I don't think anything related to pseudotumor. I was like, maybe it's a Lyme flare up. Maybe mono's flaring up. Like I know mono affects the spleen. I like started going down all of these rabbit holes of like, okay, what could this pain be? What organs are on this side of my body? I was like, okay, I haven't really done anything like really physical. I, I went back to the gym, but like, I mean, taking it slow and, and nothing that I was like at the gym and I I didn't feel like I pulled anything or moved a certain way or anything. So I was like, okay, that's crossed off the list. So honestly, it was like, okay, I don't quite know what this is. I'm going to ride it out, see how it goes. Um, it kind of lasted all night. I wasn't feeling great. Like I was kind of feeling sicky symptoms too, like kind of chills. My body was hurting. Not, I don't think I ever reached fever status. Honestly, if it's one thing my body can do, it's not get a fever. <laughs> Like my thymus gland is not, not sparking any signals that I need a fever in my body. So no fever. Um, and so, yeah, those were kind of the symptoms I was feeling. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, you know, I'm not feeling good. I was having pretty bad headaches. I just like felt overall achy. I felt like my stomach was distended and hard. I felt like I had the pain still. And I was like, okay, maybe I should check this out. Um, so I went to like one of the urgent cares that's by my school. And uh, we just, I did the thing. I peed in the cup. They asked me about all my symptoms. And then they started asking me if I had had any symptoms of a UTI or anything going on in the downstairs region. 
And to be quite honest, I had. The past week, I was kind of experiencing some discomfort, some burning while peeing. Isn't this all information you just love to hear? Um, but so, like, you know, signs of that stuff. But I was like, me being the stupid person I am was like, well, it'll just get worse if it's an infection, right? Well, yes, apparently it does. Because I, they suspected that I had a UTI that had spread to my kidneys. <laughs> so, good on me. Um, they also thought it could be a kidney stone because I had some blood in my pee. Uh, and so I ended up having to go in for a CAT scan at, like, one of the local hospitals. I just, like, walked in. Luckily, I wasn't inpatient. I was able to do it all outpatient, even though it took a hot second to get it all done. You know how it is. So I went in, I did all the stuff, they took the pictures, I called back later that day, and they were like, well, no kidney stones, so it's, so we just suspect it's the infection. Um, and then, this is classic, then they're like, okay, well, we also noticed something with your gallbladder. In medical terms, we call it sludge. And I went, oh, what a, I, what a medical term that is, sludge. <laughs> I feel like that's just a normal term. So apparently I had some sludge in my gallbladder. Um, they weren't too worried about it. I wasn't too worried about it. They said if pain starts happening after I eat, I should probably go back in. Basically the sludge is just bile because my body doesn't know how to do anything. So it's just kind of sitting there. We'll see what happens with that to be continued on my sludge. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the end of that saga. They gave me some antibiotics. They gave me some stuff. They were like, watch it. Like, watch it. Um, no, they were like, watch it. And they told me to come back in in a couple of days. And I was like, cool, cool. So that's kind of what I've been dealing with the past day or two. I was like, eh. Um, also today, I got a call from the same doctor. And they're like, Maddie, we found something else on your scan. And I was like, well, that sounds really ominous and slightly scary. You mind telling me? And um, they did. And the woman, this, this poor woman, talks to me and asks me, um, are you feeling constipated? And I was like, uh, like, nah, yeah, kind of. Like, I always have a little bit of constipation issues. It's probably just, like, comes with the territory of everything. And she was like, because we saw just poop. <laughs> poop and poop. And I was like, oh, oh, good. So I was recommended some laxatives to help that pass through. Um, that was a lot of weird information I just threw at you in like the first seven minutes of this podcast. But I get now it, I promise it comes together and, and here it is. Um, so the moral of today is not everything is because of a chronic illness or invisible illness. Sure, maybe it had something to do with it, um, but in this case, it kind of was just on its own. And so today, I wanted to talk about other like weird things I've had that weren't related to my chronic illnesses, like other injuries and surgeries I had. Um, so I thought that'd be kind of interesting to talk about. I don't know if that interests you at all. Um, I... I don't know if I just needed something light to talk about today. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about emotions and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm feeling a lot of emotions. I have a teacher who is not being the nicest and most helpful person. 
maybe I'll talk about disabilities in colleges coming up. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just dive into what today is because today's a day and this, this week has been a week and it's only Tuesday. Um, so let's just dive right in. I really only have kind of two other significant like injuries that have happened, but I feel like I'll describe them. It'll be interesting. It'll be like a story time because all of this honestly is just like a story time, but this is very story time today. So I think I'm going, I'll just start from the beginning. I don't know why I have to keep like trying to reassess my thoughts. Like even though I pretty much know what I'm talking about right now, but I kind of keep getting off track and looking at the things on my walls and okay, we're in it. We're in a twin it. So the first surgery, first major surgery I ever had, I mean, okay, now that I think about it, I had some other things, but this was the first surgery. I mean, in the past, when I was like three, I had an incident where I was like jumping on the bed and then I fell off, you know, you know, that little monkeys jumping on the bed song that you learn as a kid. Uh, there was that. Um, but so I fell off the bed and my two front teeth went through my bottom lip really pleasant, really pleasant imagery here. Um, and so I went, I was like, ah, and my mom was like, ah, and then we went to the hospital and they like put me in a straight jacket and yeah, literally, and then stitched up my lip. And I was like, ah, and my mom was like, ah. and yeah, that was that story. And then fast forward like 10 years, your girl, not 10, like seven, seven years, your girl does the same exact thing. I was running, I was, we were at the park, we were playing, there were these huge slides that you could go down at the park, like literally you had to climb up all of these like huge stairs in this like hillside to get to it, it was a killer park. So I'm running up, the sprinklers were going, so the steps were wet, I was like, woohoo, winter break, and I'm running up these steps and go, and I slipped, and my two front teeth went through my bottom lip. And yeah, I didn't have to get stitches for that. Um, they just glued it. I waited in urgent care for so many hours that the wound started to heal itself. And then they were like, you can't eat anything. But my mom felt so bad for me that we got Frosties from Wendy's because I had waited so long in like so much pain with a bloody rag, like on my face. Um, so I still, I have scars from that. So I think that was like me memorable. No, um, mentionable mm, all of them are honorable mention that's an honorable mention that's what I wanted to talk about so those those were the first I think real scars I ever had were those incidents okay but now here to the first real surgery I had and honestly it's not because of an injury when I I don't know if I've had it since birth or if I like hurt my nose in my developmental stages of like growing like strong bones as a baby, or if I like smacked my, if I ran into a glass door, sliding glass door or something. Um, but so I, my entire life grew up with a deviated septum and I know like most people have them and it was, mine was pretty severe. You could see the crookedness in my nose, but it didn't look awful on the outside. It was just pretty much like a janky maze on the inside. I usually have a visual when I tell people and I'm going to try my best to describe it on an audio platform. Um, but essentially the, no so you have your two, okay, picture your nose with me. You have your nose 
and then you have your two airways, the two, your two holes in your nose. Um, and then the bone kind of in the middle and then the like flappy, juicy bits on like the tip on the outside. And so my bone essentially curved to block one of the airways and then did a fun little curve back to block the other way airways. So it basically was like, like kind of this like C, C like hook shape or something that basically like my bone blocked both of my airways and that affected my sense of smell and my, obviously my taste because those coincide. Um, so I never could really smell or breathe through my nose. I was what you would call a mouth breather, um, which I didn't understand the jokes for that either. Because I was like, what do you mean? Like, I have to breathe through my nose or breathe through my mouth. Like, why are people being made fun of for breathing? I don't get it. Or people would like make fun of me because my mouth would be open. They're like, oh, ho, ho, Maddie's mouth's wide open. Like, let's toss M&Ms in them or whatever. Um, and I would sleep with my mouth open. I kind of became a snorer because, okay, sue me. I couldn't breathe through my nose. I didn't know. Um, and I also, yeah, I just couldn't really smell or taste. I just kind of went with the flow and people would be like, oh, it smells gross. I'd be like, totally nasty. Am I right? Got him. Um, and then with my taste, it kind of, I kind of like developed this, um, like I adapted like you do, your body adapts. Um, and so it adapted to texture. So texture is a really big thing for me. Even now, it's like that's kind of what I base food off of and like my likes of food and interesting textures. Sometimes I like really weird textures. Sometimes I don't. Celery is the bane of my existence. I think it tastes like bile and it has a disgusting texture and no one can ever sway me from that. So those are fun facts. <laughs> if you're a celery lover, sorry, not sorry. Um, but yeah, so it was like that's kind of just how I developed and lived life was like no smell, no taste only texture, only faking it till I made it. Um, and then when I was like, I, I, God, I don't know, 14, I went to an ENT and ear, nose, throat doctor. And we were just like checking it out. He was just like looking at my stuff because like, I've always had like kind of issues with like breathing, obviously. And so he was like, girl, like this is so messed up. And I was like, what? Um, Sorry, I had to burp. I just burped up Chipotle. That's so nasty. If my friend Savannah's listening, she's cringing so hard. She hates burps. Sorry, Sav. Um, but so I went to this doctor and he was like, girl, this nose is jank. And I was like, you're right. It is, sir doctor. Um, and so he was like, let's get a CAT scan. And I said, okay. Um, and I went in for the CAT scan and then we got the results back. And he looked at my like x-rays and was so just shook <laughs> shook by him shaken up um that he called all of the like nurses and other doctors in the room to like look at it and I was like oh <laughs> hello thank you thank you for they're like it curves this way and then it and then it switches back and I was like <laughs> thanks um so Needless to say, he was like, let's get that good, good surgery so you can breathe and maybe one day taste and smell. And I was like, okay. And insurance was covering it because it was like, actually like, um, 
it's so messed up. It was actually like they deemed a medical necessity rather than because sometimes because they could have just easily said it was like a cosmetic nose job, which in reality it wasn't because he didn't even change the shape or look of my nose. It was purely just like opening up the bones. He asked me too. He was like, do you want your nose to look any differently? Do you want it to be this or that? I was like, nah. I was like, whatever. It still even has like a tiny slight curve to it that you can see if you look like really hard straight on. Um, but I was like, no, I don't care. Um, and so when I was 15, I had no surgery that he cracked that bone. He cracked that sucker and he put her on straight and he plopped some tubes up there, slapped on a bandage and woke me up. Um, it went really well. I, I would say, I think it was successful. I do have one memory as I was, um, going into the operating room. I was like on, they like put me under obviously. Um, and they were rolling me in and they were transferring me from my like gurney bed to the like operating table. And I remember like, I just have this flash in my mind of <laughs> this flash in my mind of when I flashed my doctor, they like moved me and I'm pretty sure my gown fell. And I remember like in a drugged up state, just being like, that's my boob. And they were like, it's okay, sweetie. <laughs> they just covered me back up. They're like, it's okay, sweetie. It's not a big deal. But in my head, I was like, okay, my boobies out. Um, <laughs> but so they all saw my boob and then they cracked open my nose. And that's that story. I woke up from the surgery with an ice pack on my eyes. So I woke up and I was like, mom, I can't see. And she's like, it's an ice pack, you idiot. Um, and there's this like, killer photo of my mom and my cousin like beaming looking beautiful like smiling next to me and I look my eyes are like drooped to my chin they're bloodshot my I like have a bloody nose bandages everywhere like I just look rough but it's a hilarious photo maybe I'll maybe I'll post that one to Instagram too I if I can find it um but so yeah that was like my first major surgery and I had to have um the cast on and all that stuff in the two, I had tubes up my nose for a while. And then like a week later I got the tubes out and that was a rough experience. Cause they, they shoved this little sucker dude, like into my brain to suck the, oh my God, it was oh, um, so far up there. Uh, and so yeah, that was that. And now I can breathe out of my nose and I've gained, I've regained like some sense of smell and taste. It's very hard to describe if, People are just begging to know what that's like. Then maybe I'll do a podcast separately on it because I think it, it'll take a really long time to um, describe. So if anyone's really interested in that, like, let me know. Honestly, a lot of these listeners are my friends and they already know the story. So <laughs> there's that. So that was like my first major surgery. And then, so that was when I was 15. I was a sophomore in high school. And then my second, like that, my second and last surgery I've had was when I was a senior in high school and it was on, I had a, it was on my right shoulder. I had torn my labrum in my right shoulder. And that came from, I think kind of a culmination of things. It started when I was rock climbing. I was rock climbing in a gym. I was like doing my thing. I was with my friends and, um, I was like climbing and I remember like kind of doing like a jump to grab and I had gotten it, but then it kind of like slipped and something like kind of popped in my shoulder. And I was like, Ooh, that didn't feel good. That didn't feel good at all. 
And so I was like, okay, uh, just give me a second. My friend was belaying me and he was like, okay. And I just kind of sat there for a second dangling. And then me being me was like, oh, I'm almost to the top. I'm going to climb to the rest of the way. And so I, I finished the climb and then I came down. I was like, okay, this isn't feeling great. I'm just going to belay the rest of the time. And so I just like, uh, like belayed my friends. I was kind of like, God, uh, like their spot. Basically I was the one in control of the ropes and making sure if they fell, they'd be caught by the rope. Okay. Whatever. Quick <laughs> janky climbing lesson. Um, but so I just did that the rest of the time, which probably wasn't great because it still like involves a lot of like arm activity. Um, but so it was kind of sore. I think I like iced it that night. I was like, whatever. And then the next day I had class, I went to school and in my last class of the day, I was like sitting on a couch or something, you know, uh, and I had a friend going to help pull me up with the arm that I hurt, stupid, um, with the arm that I hurt. And then one of my other friends was like, so when one of my other friends was laying on the couch, I didn't finish that sentence. I just got really excited and ahead of myself. Um, and so when the friend was helping me up with that arm, the other friend pulled me back onto the couch. And that was when I really like had an issue. I was like, oh no, I like had lot, like all of a sudden I lost all, like my arm went limp. I lost all feeling. <laughs> it just like, just died. And I went up to my teacher and I was like, I like, I'm really sorry. Can I go to the nurse? Like, I can't feel my arm. I don't know what's going on. And she was like, uh, yeah. And so I went to the nurse and she was like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> ice it. I was like, okay. And so I iced it. And then like, I was having issues with it and to the point where I was like, I need to see a doctor. So I did. And, um, he was like, you might've just like sprained it, whatever. Let's check it out. And so he was like doing these exams and all this stuff. And I couldn't like raise my arm above a certain height. I couldn't do things you're supposed to do. So he was like, I think you might have torn something. Let's get an MRI. So I got an MRI. I think, was that my first MRI? Oh, nostalgic. <laughs> so I got an MRI and he, I went in, he was like, yep, she's torn. Let's, let's go in there and clean her up. And so that's what they did. I had surgery. Um, God, it was close to the end of my senior year, I remember they like have this big senior picnic thing at the end of the year. And I missed it because I had surgery. It was like senior week where like you do like the dress up stuff. And like, I only got to dress up one of the days and then I had to go into surgery the next day. And so I had surgery and it was, um, uh, what's it called? Not microscopic, uh, intra eh. it was not they didn't have to fully cut me open they just did I should know this they just did two little um cuts on the front of my shoulder and the back of my shoulder and then they sent in little like robot doodads and a camera and then they just like trimmed up and cleaned up um the tear they were gonna have to put in a screw but then they found out that the tear wasn't as bad as they thought it was <laughs> woohoo um so they just like did a little shave shave of the like torn ligaments and they were like okay good as new and they popped out the robots and 
slapped on a stitch, slapped on a stitch, slapped on a huge bandage. Like it was a huge bandage. And they were like, okay, bye. And I woke up. I didn't have to stay in the hospital or anything. It was all like outpatient. My mom took me home. Um, and yeah, that was kind of the story of that. It was funny because it just fell at a really inconvenient time. Like there was like all of this end of the year senior stuff going on. And like, I like was trying to go and <laughs> like was drugged up for a lot of it and a lot of pain for a lot of it. I couldn't sleep lying down. I had to sleep sitting up. It was like the weirdest, most uncomfortable time. Um, so that was my senior year. And that's kind of, those are kind of the other like random things that have happened in my life other than, um, my chronic illness stuff. I've also like had a couple slight concussions here or there probably doesn't help the whole brain thing, but a couple along the way, mostly from acting stuff. And what else? I think that's it. I've learned that I don't do well with like really intense medication, like really intense, um, painkillers like I kind of hallucinate a little bit and I get really paranoid and so we're like maybe I just shouldn't take those ever and so I usually don't take them I'll usually take like a Tylenol and an, or an Advil like when I had my shoulder stuff I didn't take the heavy duty stuff wow I'm so like gassy right now um I didn't take any of the heavy duty stuff I just kind of took whatever um I'm not huge into pain meds which is like sometimes a little dummy dumb of me because I will be in a lot of pain and then someone will finally convince me to take a pain med and I'm like oh I feel so much better <laughs> um duh but so yeah that's kind of I just kind of wanted to like let you in on those things I thought they were kind of fun they're kind of weird um interesting little things I got my wisdom teeth out too that was another fun thing but those were for the most part like the only like traumatic, not traumatic, but just like surgeries I've undergone. Um, so yeah, I think today was fun to just talk about something other than <laughs> my body, like not properly working. <laughs> so it was nice to just talk about things that were in my control, but kind of out of my control. So it just happened that way. Yeah. So those are my, those are my other surgeries. Those are my other things. I hope you found this interesting. I hope it wasn't too off course for you. But you know what? Everyone's life is a little off course. My life's a little off course right now. So maybe this, maybe this um, podcast was fitting. I almost said monologue. I almost said this monologue was fitting. Honestly, it kind of is a monologue. That's weird. <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed the interview last week. If you have any ideas of people you want to hear from, or if you just want more interview style podcasts, if those are more up your alley, please let me know. Email me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM me on brainfartpodcast on Instagram. Um, you know, I would love to hear from you guys. And I would love to know suggestions of like people you'd be interested in hearing from. I don't know. I don't know who those people would be, but let me know. Uh, yeah, so those are the two little pluggy plugs. You can listen on po the podcast app, iTunes, 
Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, uh, all of the all of the platforms. Um, what else do you say? Subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, you can follow or write a review, or don't, or just listen. Do what your heart's desire is. Um, I am going to go heal my kidneys. So on that note, <laughs> have a good whatever time it is where you are, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.